Well, a hundred years ago, Nebo Jugadai had the vision of this cross in his heart, put up there on the mountain, Memory Mountain, in Australia. Just think, of course, you've got to get the government approval, you've got to get the Indigenous Land Council to approve putting the cross of Jesus on an iconic you know, piece of landscape in the centre of Australia. Oh, that'll be easy, won't it? But it's happened. Why has it happened? Because God rules over everything. Every nation on earth, every government, every power, he is on the throne. And he has ordained for this cross to be there on the top of a mountain in our nation. Put there by indigenous Christians who were here long before us. Do you know, we are facing a crisis in the whole world and the crisis is this. Who are you? Who are you? What is your identity? Who do you claim to be? And people are searching everywhere to find their identity. What is my true identity? We have uh, people actually uh, in Tennessee, just a week or so ago, a person totally confused about, about their identity walked into a school and shot dead its principal, two teachers and three little children who loved Jesus. And the issue was their identity. Who am I? Men and women throughout history have all struggled with this question and you will have struggled with it too. Who are you? You see, our identity is connected with where we come from. The indigenous people of our nation are oppressing a particular agenda at the moment because of where they come from, or where they believe they come from. Every person, you and me, is born into this world through a father and a mother. It doesn't matter how complicated the medical system gets, there is still a father and a mother of every human being. Because God has ordained it to be so. God created man, male and female. The origin of life. And our identity is related to our foundations. The Bible reveals this. So what is the purpose of the cross? Jesus, in John 12, is asked a question by his disciples who tell him that some Greeks have have come and said, we want to see Jesus. Now that's a very interesting question that Jesus faces. They want to see me. Where can I show them who I am? 
Where will they see truly my identity? Where will they understand my purpose for coming to this world? At that very moment when he receives this question, he says, the hour has come. The hour has come for his true identity to be revealed. Let me just open that up. The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified, for the true identity of Jesus to be revealed. I say to you truly, says Jesus, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. And then he says this, whoever loves his life loses it. What life is he talking about? Well, you and I were born by earthly parents. Even if we were an IVF child or wherever we come from, we had earthly parents. And our our identity is connected to this. In fact, it's very interesting. As people get older, they want to understand who is their father who is their mother they want to know why because their identity is connected with where they came from what is the purpose of my life but you see every human being is born from a sinful father and mother everyone The first man and the first woman chose to rebel against God, chose to sin, chose to be independent of God, chose their own way, not his way. And every single one of us has been infected by that sin. We are born in it. Parents, who's raising some young children today? Have you ever had to teach your children to be naughty? Do you ever have to teach children to be naughty? What do you have to teach them? To do the right thing, don't you? (laughs) Because they are sinners. But you're a sinner too. (laughs) And their identity is connected with this. And Jesus says here... Whoever loves his life, this sinful life, is going to lose it. Because that sinful life is headed for death and destruction. But whoever hates his life, this is a bit of a challenge to modern thinking, Whoever hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. You see, there's something that's going to happen in a few hours' time. And Jesus is saying, now is the hour when the Son of Man will be glorified. 
And then he says this, now is my soul troubled. His own soul is deeply troubled. And he says, Father, shall I say to my father, save me from this hour? No. For this purpose, I have come to this hour, he says. For this purpose, what purpose? What is the purpose in the heart of Jesus when he says, for this purpose, I have come to this hour? Father, glorify your name. Father, make your name known in this hour. Father, this is Jesus, connected completely with his Father in heaven, the sinless Son of God, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, says, Father, glorify your name. And when he says this, a voice from heaven speaks and the crowd hears it. Do you think Good Friday's got a few, you know, kind of dramatic elements to it? Supernatural events that are quite extraordinary, like, you know, went dark for three hours on the earth. Yes, Stuart, it does. Exactly. Incredible supernatural events, things are taking place on that day, in this time. And the voice says this, I have glorified it. The Father says, I have glorified my name. Remember Jesus said, if anyone has seen me, he has seen the Father. That's a good thing. If you're a father, just learn from Jesus how to be a father. That's how I studied him to be a father. The father says, I have glorified it and I will glorify it again. There is about to be a moment when the father in heaven is going to be glorified in the fullness of his character. And this is what Jesus is wanting to do. And he says to the crowd, this voice has come for your sake, not mine. This voice from heaven that has spoken has declared, I'm going to glorify my name. It's for you. It's for me. This voice from heaven. And then Jesus says, now is the judgment of this world. You see, this world, as it says in 1 John, the whole world is lying in the power of the wicked one. The whole world, that you and me. Without Jesus, we are in the power of Satan, the devil. Remember what he said to the Pharisees? The Pharisees said, we we have a father who's Abraham. He said, no, your father is the devil. And when we are in sin, we are actually under the control of Satan, the devil himself. 
who is a thief. He comes to kill, steal and destroy. What happened when that person who lost their identity totally did? They came to kill, steal and destroy. Under the power of the evil one. And Jesus says, now is the judgment of this world. Now shall the ruler of this world be cast out. He will no longer be able to reign. Well, how will this happen? How will this happen? Now, the judgment of the world is being exercised. The judgment of sin is being unleashed from heaven in such fury against who? You? Or Jesus? The judgment of the world is going to fall onto Jesus Christ on the cross of Calvary. The judgment that you and I deserve for our sin. The separation from God completely. And as Jesus dies, as we read from Mark's Gospel, and I'm so glad that Isaac read Mark's Gospel today. I didn't even think of that. You've got a little son called Mark there, haven't you? As he read from that passage, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani! My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? That is one of the most telling cries that the world has ever heard because it tells us that the sinless Son of God was bearing our sins in judgment on the cross. He was taking the full judgment of sin upon himself on the cross and he was separated from his Father who gave him his identity But what happened when he died? Supernatural events took place. In the temple in Jerusalem, the curtain that separated God from his people was torn from top to bottom at that moment. And that curtain is very significant, friends. The veil in front of the most holy place was 18 metres long, 9 metres wide and had the thickness, the thickness of the actual material was the thickness of a palm, 90 millimetres thick. It took 300 priests to carry it. (laughs) Who tore this curtain? As Jesus dies on the cross of Calvary, who tears the curtain? The Father. The Father tears the curtain. The Father opens the way up for you and me to have a new Father. To be restored to the true Father. What did Jesus say? 
for this purpose I have come to this hour Father glorify thy name the Father now tears the curtain so that you and I bound in sin and darkness and under judgment receiving our identity from our earthly parents can exchange that earthly life for a new life in relationship with a new father Jesus told a story about a prodigal son a son who was lost he went his own way into the world he chose his own pathway like all of us actually he's describing every one of us in this story he was longing for all who were hearing him there were sinners and tax collectors there were scribes and pharisees but he brought out the scribes and the pharisees were the older son who were thinking that by their good deeds they would inherit the favor of the father But actually the only way for us to come into this extraordinary provision that Jesus has made on Good Friday is for us to be like the prodigal son. What does it say there? He says, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. This is the only way to exchange our old identity of being a sinner to receive a new identity as a son of God or a daughter of the king to acknowledge I have sinned against heaven and before you I am no longer worthy to be called your son we are not worthy we are sinners the man is broken in shame Remember the story of the Pharisee and the tax collector in the temple? Which one received the Father's welcome? The one who was like this one, broken over his sin. But what happens when the Father greets this broken sinner? This is what Jesus says will happen when the curtain of the temple is torn in two. This is the Father who will greet the sinner But the father said to his servants, bring quickly the best robe. The best robe? What is this? And put it on him and put on a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet and bring the fatted calf and kill it and let us eat and celebrate. For this son, this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. The father, the one who tore the temple curtain in two because of the death of his son on the cross, welcomes you and me into his household to gain a new identity. Jesus said, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. My dear friends, you need to sort out your relationship with your earthly father 
first. If you are critical of him, you need to repent. You're a sinner like him. (laughs) The last text of the Old Testament is the preparation for the New Testament. And it says this, he will turn the hearts of fathers to their children and children to their fathers, lest he smite the land with a curse. If you are to gain the true inheritance that Jesus purchased for you and me on the cross, the true transformation of exchanging one father for another, you need to acknowledge that you are just like your father. Your earthly father. But Jesus offers you today And maybe you've never made this decision. Maybe you've never seen this truth. That you can come and gain the true identity of who you are because God created you in the beginning, but sin corrupted you and defiled you and caused your identity to be lost. So you're wandering around confused. But your Father in heaven on Good Friday offers his Son as an exchange he bears your sin on the cross he dies in your place so you can come to his father I am the way we all have a great and loving father and he wants you to know him Jesus said father Glorify your name. And the Father draws you and me to himself if we will come like the prodigal. And we will exchange one life inherited through our earthly fathers for a completely new life given to us as a gift by our heavenly father if you then said Jesus who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children how much more will your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him what is the Holy Spirit he is the third person of God And he is given to all who come to the Father through Jesus, as we have described today, the purpose of the cross is to bring you and me to the Heavenly Father so we can have our true identity, the creation identity restored in each one of our lives with a Father who declares who we are. Anna, you okay? Ask me who I am. Ask me who I am. Who is Hannah Scott? I am created by God. He designed me. 
so I'm not a mistake. His son died for me. Just so I could be forgiven. He picked me to be his own. So I'm chosen. He redeemed me. So I am wanted. He showed me grace. Just so I could be saved. He has a future for me. Because he loves me. So I don't wonder anymore, Coach Harrison. I am a child of God. I just wanted you to know. girl in the film The Overcomer was struggling with her identity until the message I have shared with you this morning was shared with her and she surrendered her life to a heavenly father who so loves us that he gave up his own son that we could be redeemed, that we could be restored, that our true identity could be known by each one of us as our Heavenly Father affirms us for who we truly are. Jesus says, For this purpose I have come to this hour. What purpose? Restoring us, and this is Jesus' words, to my Father and your Father. That's what he says to Mary when he rises from the dead. Don't touch me. I've not ascended to my Father and your Father. To my God and your God. And when we truly come to the Heavenly Father, he will declare to each one of us our true identity. We will be able to enter into the works that he has purposed us to do. We were preaching recently from Ephesians, which reminds us that God has prepared beforehand the works we are to do. We could spend our whole lives doing all sorts of things. If they are not what God has intended, they will just be consumed. They will count for nothing. But if you today would come to a father in heaven through his son Jesus, he will receive you, he will forgive you, he will cleanse you, he will put his spirit in you and he will lead you to do the very works he created you to do and you will find your true identity. This is the purpose for which Jesus died on the cross of Calvary 
Hallelujah. What a saviour. This is Good Friday.